Hello, welcome to Rowdy Book Club. My name is Shannon. I am a co-host staring deep into the eyes of the other co-host. And my pronouns are she and her. Yeah, and my name is Michael, he, him, and we're here in my kitchen. Welcome to my kitchen. We've got bananas and Uh Yeah, Shannon's um, in Salt Lake again. Yeah. Briefly. Very briefly. And then I'm yeeting myself to Sweden. Yes. Um, how are you feeling about that? I'm so happy. I mean, I'm so... Our visa came just this morning. Yeah. It's been a couple months. I've been getting very nervous. It finally came. I'm so happy. So yeah, I'm finally like, okay, this is really definitely 100% happening. I have the visa... And it's like, you've got everything packed and ready to go. I know you Mostly. got all your packing snaps. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, I have all this stuff. It's like a huge, it's just a giant mess in the room we're staying in at my parents' house. But like. So all your stuff. So you were moved out of California. Yes. All okay. of our stuff is out of California. Oh my gosh. That was a nightmare. Especially because some of our stuff we're sending to Sweden. Yeah. So, so how much of that is gone? So we use this service where you can like just load up like a pallet. Oh, okay. So we didn't even fill it up all the way. We could have taken more stuff, but. Uh. And so, then yeah. you just say, "Here's my stuff. Take it to Sweden." And you're yeah. just gonna you just hope that it gets. I there. really just hope that, that it gets there. Oh that's my gosh. stressful. It's really stressful, especially too, because it's like all those things are like, okay, here's all the things that we value enough that we're gonna try to take with us to a foreign country. Yeah. Sure, hope they don't get so lost in like, the ocean. Lo- yeah. There was this one website I looked up that. And I only saw it on this one site, so I'm like, I don't think this is real. And I tried to look up to see if this was real, to see if there's anyone else saying this. But they were like, if your shipping container falls into the ocean, the workers have to shoot it so it will sink. And I was like, what? (laughs) So. Wait, so, but that's nonsense? (laughs) Well, I don't know. I tried to look it up, like shooting shipping containers when they fall off the boat or whatever. I tried a few different searches and all I could find was that one website. I'm imagining it like a horse. You're like, it broke its leg. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Shoot it. Yeah. Which like, I can kind of see the logic of it. You don't want like a floating shipping container for another boat to hit or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. But in my head, I was like, that's completely like, why would you do that? But yeah. Okay. That makes sense. No, I do think it's very strange. And it is not very likely. I'm sure our stuff will get to us just fine, but I am also nervous that it's going to take like seven months, which is very Did they, likely. Is it, there's like no ETA? I mean, on the website, they're, they're like, just like, thanks for your stuff. <laughs> well, they were like eight to 10 weeks, which I was like, I was just like, I know that that number uh, is wrong. I yeah, was like, there is no way. Especially right now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like, there's no way. Also, they, so we got a little <clears throat> discount because we were in Los Angeles and that's like the port of Los Angeles is one gotcha. of their like shipping ports. That's nice. Yeah, it was nice. And so we were able to take it down there, but then they were like, I guess they normally put it on a boat from Los Angeles, but the person told me like, yeah, and then we'll truck it over to our other port on the East Coast, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, wait, that's not just what you always do. So I guess that's out of the ordinary. And that's because of like supply chain situation TM. Yeah. So interesting. So for our listeners, like Scale of one to ten, how difficult is it to like prepare to move to another country? In your opinion, I mean, I feel like I can't fully answer yet because I'm not there it, yet. Yeah. But I mean, I would say like probably a seven or an eight. Like up there, it's rough. Yeah, because it's like there was just so many like decisions that had to be made. Mm-hmm. Like we went and visited a friend um, while we were kind of in the middle of the process. 
And they were like, oh, well, what should we do? Like, we could do this, we could do this. And I was just like, I was just like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like, I think my like decision-making part of my brain was just like, I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. So I was just like, I think I, we did finally decide whatever, but it was just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. But we did it. Well, and for, for, for someone who lives in, uh, like a, uh, like a physically smaller country where it's very easy to like travel to other countries, mm -hmm. like this might not be that big of a deal, but in my mind, I'm like the idea of moving to another country is buck wild. The, it's the dream, but <laughs> also dream. buck wild. Yeah. I think too, like, even if you aren't like, even if you're moving, say to like Canada from yeah. here, I think even then it's still just like a nightmare because there's like all sorts of weird paperwork mm -hmm. things. So yeah, we'll yeah. see. Hopefully we're past the worst of it. Yeah. I mean, like this last weekend, oh my gosh, can I just like send out some like gratitude to all of my friends who came and helped us. They helped us like pack up our shipping pallet thing. They helped us pack up our apartment. They helped us clean our apartment. Like we literally w would not have done it without them. Like they just like came That's in nice. and we're just like, okay, we're going to do this. Like, yeah, like so much gratitude to them. They are my heroes and they're the only reason I'm going to be able to move to Sweden. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyway, Michael, how are you? I'm good. Uh, my life is uh still mysterious and it will remain mis mysterious until i have good news because right <laughs> right now the mysterious part of my life is not fun uh Boo. and so i'm gonna keep it that way instead of just being like here's the poop that i'm no. living in no my, my life is good um yeah that's, that's there's always something pretty much oh you know what I'll, I'll run in i'll just jump into uh recommendations because oh, yeah. we, we were talking about dune so yeah my boyfriend and i watched dune yesterday for valentine's day um <laughs> how romantic so romantic the um, romantic tale of a mother and son who have some very <laughs> weird energy together yeah but uh, did you see greatest showman no oh well never mind i'm pretty sure that lady is the like singer lady like the opera okay. singer lady I don't but, know. Okay. That means Never, nothing to me. Never mind. Um, <laughs> anyway, Dune uh, is my recommendation. Here's the thing. I know nothing about the books. I know The only thing I know about Dune is uh, Noah. Oh, yeah. A guy that we went to school with really likes Dune. That, that was what I had. And then based off of the trailers, one, I'm not like a huge fan of Timothy Chalamet. Mm -hmm. Um... And like the from the trailers, I was like, okay, this is gonna be like a very like quiet, like overbearing ambiance film. Which in ways I will say yes. Like there are just lots of shots that are like Whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the Hans Zimmer score. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um which by the way, I loved the yeah. score. It was great. And so I'm taking uh what is it called? That online course schoolism oh yeah yeah so i'm taking an online uh schoolism course and it's talking it's this painter whose name i totally forgot so sorry um but no free advertising <laughs> yeah sorry uh so and she's talking about like oh good directors in animation or in live action you know you'll be able to like essentially be able to paint the scene with black gray or, or white mm. you know and for my homework, I'm supposed to do that with certain things. And I watching this movie, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so easy because there are so many shots that are like 
this is very it's not a black and white film but like this is very like clear they have so Mm -hmm. much contrast and Mm -hmm. um really good uh cinematography yeah well i mean it just got nominated for an oscar for that and nine other things well there you go see i did not know that but here's me loving dune yes and then uh my boyfriend and i did watch the 1984 (gasps) trailer we didn't watch the movie but after the trailer i don't think we can oh my gosh have you seen it no i have not my husband has watched clips of it i feel like yeah i haven't seen it i feel like okay I have so many thoughts on this. Um, is this just going to be a Dune podcast? Maybe. <laughs> it, you know, I was going to say too, I feel like we talk about Dune it, or like it gets brought up like every episode. Yeah, we have we have mentioned it. Almost every but, episode. Yeah. I don't not, know why. Not this much, but... Sure. The, but but now we've both seen it. So it's uh-huh. it's all leading up to this. So welcome to our Dune podcast. <laughs> um, no, but what the heck was I saying? I really feel like what's really interesting to me is I feel like Dune as like a franchise or an IP or whatever has a very similar trajectory to Lord of the Rings where Mm. like Lord of the Rings kind of is the genre defining book for fantasy. Yeah. And then you have these really weird adaptations of it that Mm -hmm. were kind of failures in the seventies. And then you have like the magnum opus of cinema Mm -hmm. that is the Peter Jackson trilogy. Mm -hmm. And then uh, you're saying that that, like this is, and Dune is kind of the sci-fi equivalent of that where it's like, I mean, because Dune really did define a lot of science fiction or, like, mm-hmm. modern science fiction or, like, I don't know, operatic science fiction. I don't know. You could – whatever. It's a very, like, seminal work in science fiction. Yeah, yeah, And then you have this weird David Lynch film in the 80s, and now you have the new Dune film that's been very well received. I guess we'll have to see what happens with the next Dune films, if this mm-hmm. will, like, hold up. Yeah. But – I hope so. I hope I really so, too. Like I actually really hope that the director or the writers or whoever can figure out a way to, like – fix Dune, the books, because the first Dune book is amazing. Mm. And then the rest of them are really not very good. I think he was like, because Frank Herbert, the author, he it took him like 20 years or something to write the first oh. one. And then it was so successful. There was like, I think he was kind of rushed. Pressured to yeah. just finish them. So he did these other books and they just like weren't as good. He probably gotcha. needed more time to like really... Mm-hmm. flesh them out or something yeah so hopefully they take a little bit of liberty yeah and like fix it and like yeah. have something that's like conclusive and satisfying because mm-hmm. like i haven't actually read i've only read the first one but my husband has read the second one and he's kind of like eh. mm-hmm. he's like i don't think i'm gonna read the rest of them and he's like gotcha. and i asked if if he thought i should read him he's kind of like eh, you can mm-hmm. so yeah so i hope that this can like be a good direction yeah. blah 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 whatever anyway we liked it. Yeah. We liked Dune. It's a very good movie. It's a very good book. Yeah. Um, what about you? Recommendations or things that you're loving? Um, what is that? Is that the fridge? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well. It's so loud. <laughs> that's okay. Well, just, you can just enjoy the, it just feels like you're in the kitchen, everyone. With, Welcome you're to with us. Kitchen <laughs> ASMR. I was going to say, should I start like cooking? Yeah. Cooking sounds. And I'll whisper recipes. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know how Point ASMR works. One stick of butter, <laughs> two eggs. But then you have to like get the the eggs and like tap them near the microphone or something. I don't. I don't understand. ASMR doesn't work for me. Maybe because I'm asexual. Is what there does a connection that mean? there? Well, like when most people listen, as I understand it, people who like ASMR they listen to it and it gives them like little tinglies or something in their body. Oh yeah, but for me it's like an ick tingling. 
I'm oh. like, ew, please stop. Okay, sure. But I'm saying like it. when I listen to any ASMR oh. stuff, I don't I don't have any reaction. Interesting. That, yeah. That is an interesting thing that you say because I was listening to an episode of My Bim Bam, uh-huh. a very old one, and they start talking about ASMR. And Griffin is like, there is no way that ASMR is not inherently sexual. <laughs> He's like, it's a very intimate thing that you're like mm. getting like, because it's essentially like this person is very close to you whispering or, or whatever so yeah. i don't maybe you're right yeah someone do a study or something the, the magic asmr powers don't work on you yeah i also don't have a true laugh do you know that weird game that everyone does at like scout camp yeah wait so when someone does it are you just like stone-faced no i just like it's just the air comes out i don't like you don't laugh I don't laugh. That's so funny. I absolutely <laughs> love doing that because, well, one. I love hearing other people's. Yes. Yeah. I'm but sad that I don't even have one. It's it's weird to me because I'm like, what? Like, why does that fit, like, that physical thing of, like, being squished yeah. make you laugh? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Fear response. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm so happy I'm gonna I didn't die. die. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, okay. Tangent, this episode's going to be great. Um, <laughs> have you seen The Crucible, the one with Winona Ryder? Yes, of course. Okay, the part where they're putting the, like, rocks on the guy? It's been a very long time. Okay, well, this is... I I saw it last in high school, so I also don't remember very much of it. But there's a guy who's, like, being tried for witchcraft or something, mm-hmm. and part of their, like, execution slash, like... I don't know, it's like, if he confesses, then they'll stop, mm-hmm. but he's, like, refuses to confess, and so they, like, keep putting these, like, big, like rocks on mm-hmm. him and yeah. he just keeps being like another one another like he's just like no i'm not gonna confess like just let's just get this done yeah i'm gonna die whatever what if it, i'm now i'm just imagining that scene but then he's like another and then they like put it on him and then he just starts like true laughing <laughs> <laughs> um he's loving it vibe killer um i can't remember his name i don't know if they like i don't remember this guy's name in the crucible but no. that like there is a guy that was killed during the salem wood trials from being crushed to death. Okay. I think he can. Conf- I think he does confess, and then he died like a couple days later oh. because you know because he got because he a got bunch of rocks on him for being a witch. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. If he were really a witch, he would have just not Magic been squished. Some- yeah. Um. Anyway. Oh wait. So I was gonna do some recommendations. I'm so glad that I thought of something else because I really almost did the Dune soundtrack. Because <laughs> I started, I was like, oh, I haven't listened to the Dune score yet. And so I like put it on while I was working today. I was like, okay. Because I've been like trying to think like, oh, what should I recommend? And I, because yeah. I try to do something that I have engaged with like recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I guess I can do the Dune soundtrack. But then I remembered there's this video that I watched a couple, it came out a couple weeks ago and it's a two hour long video. So full disclosure, but it's called Line Goes Up, The Problem with NFTs. And it explains the whole thing with oh, NFTs good. and crypto and like how it connects that to might the be worth financial the two crash. Hours. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because it was like I know what NFTs are, sort of, and like I know that they're just yeah. a big grift, but like he breaks it down. Okay, that's nice. so yeah. Line goes up by this guy named Dan Olson. It's on YouTube. It is two hours and like fifteen minutes long, but you can watch it speed up, speed it up, speed up, speed up. <laughs> Because that's how I watch all my YouTube videos is at, at least 1.5 speed. Does that not give you, like, so much anxiety? No. Oh, interesting. I have to, I, like, have to listen to things that fast or oh. else I, like, my attention wanders. When things, like, when sound gets too fast or too loud, it, like, 
shuts me down. Especially, oh. like, late at night. Like, sometimes... So, my boyfriend comes from a Hispanic household and loves to, like, play loud music at night. I'm, oh. I love to wake up to loud music, mm. and he loves to play loud music at night. And I, like, I, it compl- I'm like, I cannot function. <laughs> it, yeah. Mm. Anyway, so, sorry. Tangent, but yeah. That was good. Speeding. Speed it up. Speed it, it up. It won't be two hours. You'll get through it faster. But yeah, anyway, if you want, like, a comprehensive explanation of both crypto and NFTs... And also the 2008 financial crash. Um, that video is for you. The uh, line goes up. Does he talk about real estate? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The one thing I remember, well, <laughs> the very few things that I remember from being a real estate agent. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. I love that for you. Um, I have not a thing that I love, but a thing that I hate. And I've been thinking about it. Okay. And I want to mention it. Okay. So. Wow. Bringing some new energy to this I podcast. I hate those of you listening who live in a snowy place, I hate when they salt the sidewalks. I know that it's important or whatever. They, like, just dumped buckets out oh. here. One, after it snowed, like, a little bit and then melted, they did it the next day. And I was like... <laughs> and it was, like, already gone? Yeah, I was like, it's over. And so there were just piles of this salt that my dog gets in her paws and then she oh, licks and it no. makes her sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So um, I hate that and I'm sorry for any of you who have dogs that get sick because they're licking the salt off their paws. Anyway. Well, that's That's I'm my sorry. rant. I hate it. Yeah. And I get it. I'm like, it's we don't want people to fall. It's a liability for the apartment complex, but whatever. Well, yeah, but you don't have to, like, go... Buckets. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people do just because out of laziness. Yeah. They're just like... <sighs> yeah. Well, corporate America. Yeah. Um, should we talk about this book? Heck yes. Okay. Um, the book that we read this month is This Is How You Lose the Time War by Amal L. Motar and Max Gladstone. Um, I have two things to say. Oh, no. <laughs> so one, uh, because of the mysterious part of my life, uh, l- listening to audiobooks uh, is not as easy as it has been in the past. Um, this audiobook is literally four hours long. I had a month. I should have been able to finish it. I didn't finish it. How far did you I get? I got like 75% of the way. And I was like frantically trying to like cram it. Me. And I knew that we were recording today and I was like, okay, I have just like a tiny bit left. I can do that today. And then freaking oh, working gosh. on this commission. And anyway. Yeah. Um... And then I forgot. And then you were like, I'm on my way. And I was like cleaning my house and listening to the audiobook. I was like, I gotta finish. Um, So there's that. And then I also did forget what my role in this podcast is. And I didn't, I didn't do any research on this person, this author. There's two people. Oh, oh, yes. Okay. I did know that. Okay. Okay. Oh, and I will also say um, this audiobook for whoever wants to read this or also listen to the audiobook. Um, it's very, uh, literary. Can I say yes, that? Yes, it's yes. It's absolutely literary. It's absolutely, I'm learning things from yeah. our previous, uh, episodes, but, um, it's very literary. And so listening to it while you're trying to multitask, it isn't, you know, it's not like Harry Potter or something <laughs> where it's like very easy to follow along. Um, so that was a bit of a challenge. Also the narrator was the same person that narrated Six Crimson Cranes. Oh! And so she immediately starts talking, and I'm like, Shahori? 
Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Cinematic so, um, universe. Yeah, I mean, I like her voice, so that was fine. It was just, like, really weird. Um, uh, oh, what I was going to say is it's very literary. And so I was, like, trying to multitask and listen to this. And I was like, I can't do this because I don't really know what's happening in the story. So I did just find a YouTube breakdown of it. So I watched the synopsis, and then it helped me to be able to, like, I'm oh, like, okay, I know, I know what's happening. So it's easier for me to, like, follow her along. You know what? I do that with... Not with books, but I do that with movies sometimes. I thought you were going to say the Bible for some reason. I absolutely do it with the Bible, too. Why not? Um, yeah, no, I will definitely do... Especially when they're more, like, artsy films where it's, mm-hmm. like... Like, you know, like, character studies where it's, like... Yeah. They just, like, go and you're just kind of, like, seeing their life and you're just, like... What's what the it? plot? There isn't yeah. a plot. You know, that's not the point of the movie. Yeah. Like, it helps me, honestly, to, like, read through the plot mm-hmm. so I can just, like, know what's coming. Because yeah. sometimes... I don't know why movies like that actually like really stress me out because I'm mm. just like any second now something horrific could happen to this character. Yeah. Like because there's not like the story beats yeah. and because it's like an artsy film it's mm-hmm. like the, all bets are off. Who yeah. knows what's going to happen? So I understand your decision. I respect your decision. I'm sorry. Also, honestly, I read this book with my eyeballs and I was like, I don't know how you could do this with an audiobook. Yeah. So. Well, and uh, the concept, I mean, you'll you'll go into a summary. Um, the, the concept and the way it is written is uh i'm gonna use the word lovely i really liked it um and it was like anyway you you can go into the plot but i i liked the way it was written i was just like i can't yeah focus on this because my life is weird right now so yep i totally understand okay we will do a quick plot synopsis synopsis summary i think my brain my mouth is trying to combine summary and synopsis um because i feel like i mean for one thing it's very short and the plot is not as important as the relationship of the two main characters. So I will do it very quickly. Um, step one, you have these two characters who are on opposite signs, uh, sides of this time war. They're traveling to and fro, back and forth in into the past and future of humanity, doing all these little like things, kind of like chaos theory, like, oh, I've come back in time to make sure that these bones are arranged such that when the wind blows through them, it'll chime in a way that will cause this monk to hear it and to become enlightened and then do this stuff. And, you know, it's kind of like... It's actually like very butterfly effect. I really liked it. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, but while this is happening, the two characters, so it's red and blue, they keep thwarting each other and then they keep writing each other letters. First is sort of like a taunt or a challenge and then later their relationship develops and it's kind of one of those stories where it's like, you know, we have more in common with each other as foot soldiers than like we do with our own side of like the generals and stuff. And these two characters, they fall in love with each other and Harold, they are lesbians and we love that for them. Yep. And so then they are going back and forth and then Red like tells Blue something about her life and then Blue realizes that This was a time when her side actually tried to kill her. And so Blue goes back in time and saves Red from dying because they're like falling in love with each other. And then Red returns the favor and that's kind of the climax. And then so things are just sort of like they're trying to like hide this relationship as it's growing. But then like their two sides kind of figure it out. And then it sort of ends on not exactly a cliffhanger, but like kind of like, okay, we are getting out and we're just going to try to like escape this war together, but you don't, it's kind of like the ending of the giver a little bit where it's like, Mm -hmm. you have a finality, but it's like the story is definitely going to go on, but you're probably not going to ever see it. Although I guess there is a sequel to the giver, which is weird. 
Don't yeah, that. I don't either. Um, anyway, so yeah, that is the so summary. Be, because I didn't finish it. The end is they get away. Yes. Okay. Yes. Because where I left off is like the uh, I can't remember what its name is, but essentially like the commander. Or oh, whatever. the commandant. Yes, is like talking to Red, and they're like, "We found this person that's like intercepting you, and they're trying to like." get in your brain and mess with you and mm-hmm. that's that's as far as you got that's okay as far as I got. yeah because then what happens is that red is tasked with creating a letter to send back to blue that will kill her uh-huh. and then she does that and as she's writing the letter she sends she like writes this other letter on top of it that's even more subtle that's like stop don't do this yeah you know she's like trying to get blue to not do it uh-huh. and then blue, but blue is like if i don't do this then they will see through you and they will kill you so i'm gonna I'm going to fall for it, even though I know I'm not supposed to. Also, because I just want to hear from you. And it's <sighs> so sappy and romantic. What a good, Beautiful what a husbands. good February read for us. Very yeah. Valentine's y. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I'm glad they get together. Mm-hmm. Also, there was something that made it difficult for me to listen to because their names were just red and blue. Oh, yeah. Which, um, is nice because, like, I feel. Like, you're like, oh, this character's name is Barbara. Like, you immediately think of, you know, that conjures an Im- image of Barbara. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, so it, it's nice because you, like, completely imagine these characters, like, how you envision them. But it mm-hmm. also made it harder for me to track. I'm like, wait, who's red? Who's oh. blue? One of you is, like, an elf or something? <laughs> One of you, something about a garden? I don't yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, the blue side is garden. I don't know if the red side has a name. Wait, so who's the elf? Blue. Okay. Honestly, okay, and this is maybe getting a little ahead of, ahead of ourselves with, like, casting. I was, like, trying to think of casting, but honestly, as I was reading the book, I realized that, like, one, I don't really imagine what the characters look like very much. Yeah. Um, in, like, in general, just me as a reader, but, mm. like, spe- especially with this book. But yeah. two, I was just, like, I was kind of waiting for this, like... with multiple things, I was kind of waiting for this other shoe to drop. Mm -hmm. And part of me wondered like, oh, what if red and blue are like literally the same person, but like from two alternate timelines where one of them is where garden wins and the other is where the red Uh. team wins or something. So I was like, I kept waiting for it to be revealed that they were like the same person Uh. or something. And so in my mind, I was like, Kate Blanchett. Like, they're both just Kate Blanchett, but one of them, it has, like, her, like, sharp, like, communist haircut from Indiana Jones, and the other one is, like, Galadriel. Okay. But with dark hair, because I think they say the blue has dark, like, long dark hair. So just, like, dark-haired Galadriel. So that's probably not very creative on my part, but I will say the other image in my mind for red was just straight up Carmen Sandiego. So, look, people, I am sorry. Um... Whenever I hear red and blue as characters, I immediately think of Pokemon. So first I imagine red and blue from Pokemon. And then I imagine, I'm pretty sure I've never played Halo, but I think there's a red and blue Red versus blue? Yes. It was like a show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some YouTube something Uh or Yeah, it was a YouTube thing. Um, And then I thought of, I don't know if you know anything about the League of Legends Netflix 
Oh, thing, Arcane? But, yeah, but uh, uh, is it Vi and whatever? One has like red hair and then one is like oh. blue, like a blue clothed, like a yeah. uniformed soldier. And I think they're lesbians. So that's what I thought. Of. Okay, yeah. that works. I also, you know what? And I'm <laughs> connecting this now in my mind. I think my other association, because there's a ga- another game that has a big red versus blue thing. And that's called Team Fortress 2. Oh, yeah. And they're literally the same character models. Uh... For... Or almost, I think maybe there might be a little bit of outfit difference yeah. between the two sides, but they're like almost identical. Yeah. So that might be part of it too. Interesting. But yeah, anyway. So. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I don't have very much to say about this book because I was kind of like you, like I was like, yep, this is beautifully written. It's really cool. Like an interesting concept. Um, I liked our, it. <laughs> our podcast is about getting rowdy. I know. We have to get rowdy. Um, Here's... I'm going to reiterate the fact that it was hard for me to listen to <laughs> while I was doing yeah, other things. You tell him, Michael. <laughs> That's what I have hey, to oh my gosh. about. Our hair is red and blue. Our hair of. is it's red not and very dry. Oh, blue. hey, listeners, I dyed my hair pink. Yeah, and, and my Shannon hair, has, blue hair. has been blue for a while. Yeah. But, so now yeah. we are red and blue, and we are lesbian time, yeah. time wizards. Yeah, and we're going to do something. I don't and know. we're going to run away and... Blow up the time. Yeah. What is the what? Are, you who read the whole book. What uh-huh. is the point? Like, what's the time war about? Like, what are they trying to do? I think the point is that there is no point. You know, like oh, the other. I was trying to think. What was the other? Okay, I'm do, not. Wait, go. I was just gonna say. Do you know anything about the authors? I don't really. <laughs> except I did. This is why I got my phone. This was a thing that I read. It's on the Wikipedia page. Where am I going? Seriously, where do my screenshots live? What is happening? Oh, it's Skermbilder. My phone's in Swedish now. Do you understand it? Mm, some of the time. Okay. But yeah, some. I mean, it's good is though because I've learned a lot. Any crossover between Swedish and Icelandic? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I, English. They're all really like similar. I, well. And I, like, my mind wanted to say yes, but I didn't want to just be like, that's me being dumb and not knowing <laughs> Being anything. racist about Icelandic people yeah. or something. Um, yeah, no, Icelandic Has is... that been disclosed on this podcast that oh, you... that I took Icelandic in high in college so yeah. I wouldn't have to take a math class? Um, <laughs> yes, indeed. Took it for two years. Um, still have not been to Iceland, but hopefully we're going to go this summer. Um, but yeah, Iceland, or, uh, yeah, Icelandic is kind of like... Icelandic is to modern Swedish sort of what old English is to modern English. Okay. Yeah. So they are similar, but they're pretty different. Like all the other Scandinavian languages are pretty close to each other. Okay. So of course I know the one who's the pick me girl of Scandinavian languages. (laughs) Love that for me. (laughs) Um, Anyway, actually it's gotten me into trouble a few times. I mean, I'm not even in Sweden yet, but my husband who has just been learning Swedish and only Swedish knows things better than me because mm. there will be words that yeah. I'm like, so stad means city in Swedish, but in Icelandic, it means place. Anyway. Uh, okay. Here's my, here's all that I know. Um, red's letters were written entirely by Gladstone and blues by L. Motar. Uh. Although they wrote a general outline beforehand, quote, the reactions of each character were developed with a genuine element of surprise on receiving each letter, and the scenes accompanying the letters were written using that emotional response. I love that so much. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about, like, the other, the non-letter sections, if those who wrote, if they 
also like separated mm-hmm. it or not. But yeah. but yeah, that's anyway. really fun. Yeah, I think that's a cool way to do it. it like if really you're gonna like to do it. be two yeah. authors on a book. Yeah, and it uh, brings like a sense of like genuine. Well, like sincerity? Sincerity. Yeah. yeah. When you're like, oh, I read this and this is actually how I felt reading yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I will like channel that into how this character would respond. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, that's all I know. Um, oh, I also know that Amal El-Motar has won a Hugo Award for something that she has written. Okay. So that's cool for her. Sorry I didn't do my portion of do this it. podcast. That's okay. Honestly... I'm amazed that we're making a podcast this month. So <laughs> same. If, if we, I mean, I was like a week late getting the last one out. Might happen again. Okay, one you should never beat yourself up about that. And listeners, if you're ever upset that things are late, it's because I do absolutely nothing <laughs> when it comes to the editing because I don't know how to do that. And Shannon does it all, and she's in the process of moving to another country. So. Get off her back. <laughs> By the way, no one has said anything to me about oh, uh, yeah, it. But yeah, yeah. yeah. This is me defending your honor. Thank you. Very chivalrous <laughs> of you. Um, okay, what else do we talk about on this podcast? It's hard when we don't have complaints. I mean, maybe. Well, yeah, we have nothing to complain about. We don't have a cast. We don't know anything about the authors. Yeah. That's just, it. I mean, it's a good thing we had a big, long portion where we talked about Dune. <laughs> the Dune. The Dune cast. The Dune cast. Um... I also forgot that I was supposed to pick a book for next month, oh, so I quickly searched <laughs> while we were talking. Um, so I have a book. Do you want me to go in? Oh that? wait, well we do that after we rate. So should we rate it first? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. you want to rate it? Um, I'm gonna rate this book. I was trying to think of something clever because I try to be clever, but I'll just say nine out of ten. And the only reason I don't give it a perfect score is because, um, even though I really liked it, it didn't have the same like sometimes you read a book and like when we read um vampires mm. the you know the one we all know the one um yeah like afterwards slash during i was like so like emotionally pulled into it yeah you're like extremely invested yeah and i feel like i wasn't with this book even though like like i was just like wow this is really beautiful this is really cool i love this mm-hmm. concept these are really interesting like worlds that are being created but i didn't feel that same like yeah pulled into it and i think maybe some of that was because like both of these, the two protagonists are like hyper competent characters, and it's like yeah. we're not really rooting for either side. Yeah, like you're just kind of like watching them, and I guess like even as it's like, oh, we're at risk of like getting in trouble with our own side. I was just kind of like, these people are like the best agents of their side. Like, yeah, they're gonna, yeah, they'll be fine. Well, and two, it's like they are like hyper intelligent future beings that are almost like ro- Gods. like perfectly robotic. They're like every everything I do is perfect and calculated and mm-hmm. and so you're like I don't I don't really relate to you emotionally because yeah. I like you're not doing a whole lot of emoting. Right. You know? Yeah. And I think to the like the fact that it's red and blue, like I said, that kind of lets you really decide what these characters are like. Mm-hmm. It also, it almost like further distances them from feeling like a very real human, right? So, right, which I think is kind of the point. Like you, I immediately felt like, oh, this is the future. They're mm-hmm. soldiers, like. They don't really have their own personality. Right. They don't get to have their own personality. Right. They're not right. allowed to, which um, 
It's kind of, I think that kind of like makes the fact that they do end up getting free. They're like, oh, now 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 they get to be more than they just do whatever and they want. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, this did remind me. The other thing I was going to say, the other shoe I really kept waiting to drop. I honestly was like, is one of them going to betray each other? Like, yeah. which like, you know, total credits to the authors there because I think mm-hmm. usually it becomes really obvious at some point where it's like, oh, okay, they are in love with each other. And if they, yeah. and if there is a betrayal, it would just be like one of those like, oh, you know, my least favorite thing. And this is happens in a lot of movies, but I feel like it happens a lot in animated movies where it's like the end of the second act and it's like right before the big showdown and all the main characters have to like fight and be mad at each other for like really contrived reasons. I know there's a term for it, but I can't ever remember what it is. And I hate when that happens. I think it's really stupid. And so I'm saying in a lesser book, I could totally see them being like, oh, and then it seems like Red betrayed her and she's so heartbroken and now they're not friends anymore. And And now let me monologue why, like I was fooling you the whole time. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Or it to be like, oh no, it it looks like I betrayed you, but actually I didn't. And then the other one's like, I don't believe you. That's even worse. I hate that. I do too. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. Um, Yeah. So I'm glad I didn't do that. I was was kind of waiting for one of them to get caught. Oh, yeah. Which honestly, I wouldn't have been mad about. I'm like, you're, you're playing with... Fire. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was also like... I was kind of nervous about that, but again, it was like, this is a hyper-competent character, yeah, she'll be fine. Yeah, you're gonna figure it out. But, yeah. Anyway, um, oh, um, you should give your rating. Oh, yeah. So, my I give it uh, two golden swans. <laughs> All of my ratings are arbitrary. Two golden swans because they're lesbians. Um, Wait, is swan like a lesbian thing? No, there's, there's just two swans okay. and they're in love. Okay. And, yeah. That's it. Love um, that. And they're swans because I thought it was lovely. Cool. That's it. Also because if you mess with the swan, they will destroy you. Oh yeah, also that. Yeah. Very scary. Yeah, indeed. Um, okay, I picked out a, a thing to read. Okay. Because that's what this podcast is. Where yeah. We, where we sometimes read things. <laughs> we um, attempt. Also, I am so sorry, my dog is in the other room and she's whining. I hope you can't hear it. I can't hear it, but that's good. I might hear it on the recording later. I have like, uh, like, mom ears. <laughs> like she will b- barely whine at night, and it will like bolt me out of bed yeah. because I'm like, she's got diarrhea. She's <laughs> got a poop. <laughs> oh. Um, okay, so because you are busy, I am busy. Uh-huh. Uh, next month, I picked another short story. Great. So I've already had this read to me <laughs> by one of my roommates a long time ago. Wait, they just like got out the book and read it to you? <laughs> no. Um, we were uh, driving to California. Oh, Once and you were listening time. to the audiobook. No, he read it to me. <laughs> he did read he it read to you. He read me the book. Okay. Um, and I actually really remember liking it. So this okay. is by uh, Brandon Sanderson. I don't want to throw shade at this author. I don't like Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> no shade, but I hate you. <laughs> no, here's the thing. Uh, I, I don't know anything about him as a human, uh, but like writing wise, I just typically don't like his writing. Style. Not for you. Yeah. Um, this is called The Emperor's Soul. Oh my gosh, I've also read this. Have you really? Yeah. Are you? How long ago was it? I, it was... Hmm. 
Because this was years ago. It for was, me. yeah, I think me too. I Are feel you like, okay reading it again? Yeah, that's fine. I just think it's, I, you know, when you were like, this is a Brandon Sanderson short story, I was like, it's going to be The Emperor's Soul. It's, I, I remember, like I said, I'm not normally a Brandon Sanderson fan, but I remember. I feel being, like it's not normal Brandon Sanderson. Yeah, I, I thought it was very interesting. Yeah. And, uh, I, I, I mean, we can get into and then this. We proceed to talk about a different book than our <laughs> podcast book again for like the third time. Um, anyway, so I, we'll talk about it next month. But, yeah. Um, the Emperor's Soul by Brandon Sanderson is cool. what we will read for March. March is the month that comes next. Indeed. Uh, yep. Okay, great. Can't wait. Yeah. I mean, that's good too because then if we run out of time and don't read it. We can both, like, go back in time to our memories and be like, okay, but I remember when I read this X many years ago, this happened in it. So it won't be, like, I mean, I would, totally I would really have to dig deep because I don't remember much from it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably read it again and be like, oh, I forgot about all these things, so. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Nice. Great. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, hey, follow us on Instagram. Oh, Yeah. At, at Rowdy Book Club. At Rowdy Book Club. We also have a Twitter. I've, I think I've only updated it twice ever. So don't follow us on that because Twitter's a bad website that no one should use. <laughs> um, and also because I don't use it. And we have a YouTube channel. We do have a YouTube channel that I am pretty good about posting on. And that is just Rowdy Book Club. Just Rowdy Book Club. So like our stuff. Subscribe and whatever. Yeah, like and subscribe and hit the bell. We're very bad at. Yeah. No, I was listening to a podcast. Yourself sometime recently and it was like at the end of the episode they're like oh you can find us on all these networks i was like oh we should do that on our podcast yeah that's exactly why i yeah i'm glad you remember that we need to get in the habit of doing that because i yeah i'm sure that would help boost retention or whatever Whatever. people talk about you know if you've gotten all the way to the end of the podcast why don't people plug at the beginning right i don't know so rowdy book club on instagram and youtube go like our stuff subscribe rate review yeah, rate us on Instagram because that's a thing that's possible. Yep. Leave us a comment that is not a spam comment being like promoted on at whatever. Yeah, please don't do that. Oh, also, if you, I've said this before, but if you have a book that you would like us to uh, read, let us know. Yeah. DM us on Instagram. Yeah. And maybe I'll see it. And maybe Shannon a month will later. See it. But yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Heck yeah. Um, keep it real climate change bad. Bye. Bye.